name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. It's a big blessing to be with you on such a special occasion, on the Feast of the Blessed Pentecost. It's the Feast of the Holy Spirit, and when we think about the feasts, we think maybe Christmas, we think about Easter, we think about those as the big feasts. And in Christmas we say, God is with us. We say, Emmanuel, God is with us. And then in the Feast of Easter we say, God is for us. He died for us on the cross. And in the Feast of Pentecost, what can we say? We can say, God is in us. God is in us. And this is a special relationship that the Christian has with God. It is a special time for us because a few weeks ago we had the Feast of the Ascension. And we know in the Ascension the Lord Jesus Christ sat at the right hand of His Father. He goes to prepare a place for us. He doesn't just leave us orphans here, but He has a plan for us to be with Him in the Kingdom of Heaven. This is one of the greatest things for us as a human being, a human person, to be able to be children, sons of God, sons and daughters of God. And humans have always thought about how they can progress. If you look throughout history, there's always the desire for humanity to make progress. And many of the ways in which humanity tries to make progress is in science, math, literature, poetry, uh, philosophy. The quest for the truth, to know what is the truth, has been the pursuit of all humans throughout history. And so for us, we have to think about this question, what is my purpose? What is my role in this world? Many people have fell away from the goal of being someone that is aiming at God. Uh, Nietzsche, the, Greek, the philosopher, he would always say something very alarming. He would say, God is dead. He would say, God is dead. And since humanity is without God, we have to strive to fulfill our destiny on our own. If God is dead, that means we have to make progress on our own. We don't need anyone. We just need ourselves, we need our ideas, and that's how we're going to fulfill our and achieve our destiny. The idea of existentialism, the idea that man exists just by being a question of what is the purpose of a human being, right? There's nothing good about humanity, some people say. The human being is depraved. There's nothing good about the human being. And this is very far from the truth for us as Christians. For us, we don't say that the human being is depraved, but we say that the human, human being is dignified and filled with the image and the likeness of God. So, think about it. Think about the education we receive. We're in a postmodern time where you have Darwin, you have Marx, you have Freud, you have all these ideas. And all of them think that they are 
making progress. But in reality, there's much despair and much lack of knowledge and understanding in this way. We are regressing more than we are progressing if we live in this world. We have to be outside of this idea so that we could be in the world but not of the world. And so the politics and the sciences and philosophy and all these things, they can help us but they are not the end. The secret is for us in the church. The secret is that we live a life in communion with God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we have to be able to see that in the world we can perish. In the world we can make much uh, regression. But in the church we have the ability to be on the path to salvation. We can make it to the kingdom of heaven in this way. If you think about it, look at parents and children these days. Sometimes we compare it with the past. We say the good old days, right? The good old days when things were good. This is true. Things were were easier, a little better. But this is not for us to despair over, right? We would always say the glory of the church. Where is it? Where are the days where we had real monks? The days where we had real priests and so on. The question is, when will we go back to being real Christians? I think about this question, especially in our church, because our church just canonized two saints, two very beautiful saints for us that give us a beautiful example of the saintly life. Abuna Justus Alantoni and Abuna Beshoi Kamath. And for me, they are truly examples of holiness in the modern period. And it's something for our young people to make sure that you read their stories. If you go on Amazon, you can type Abuna Bishoy Kamil and get a bunch of books from Abuna Bishoy Kamil on your front door tomorrow. Okay? Try to do that. So, it's amazing how we can know the lives of the saints in a modern time. It's not just something ancient. Our church is not just something archaic. It's not just something that's old-fashioned. But it's actually amazing and fresh and new and fully alive. The, the lives of the saints is not stuck in the 4th century. It's now. It's now. St. Athanasius said something so amazing. He said, God became man that men might become gods with a small g. We say in the Tazbeha too. And that's St. Athanasius. This idea of me striving to hit that goal should always be my, my thing in life. Right? Christ told His disciples to tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with the power from on high. That's Luke 24.49. Wait for the power from heaven so that you can do my work. That is the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so we need to understand that we need the Holy Spirit in our life to live a holy life, a saintly life. Christ took our nature. Christ took our form. God took what was ours and gave us what was His. He exchanged for us 
the little that we have and gave us much more than we deserve. This is the human dignity. This is the human status. This is the human condition in the church. Don't compare yourself with the human condition outside because you're alive and connected to the true vine. You have the source of life here, here with, with you. And it's for us. The Holy Spirit has a plan for us. God is spirit. God is spirit. God is not just imagination. God is not just someone historic that lived 2,000 years ago. God is not just some guy in the sky with a white beard. God is fully present with us and He gives us the greatest gift. He says, if I don't leave you orphans, I would not have sent you what? The Comforter, the Holy Spirit, who will lead you. Look at us today. We have the gift of the Holy Spirit with us, in us, right? God with us, or in us, right? We said He was, God is what? God is in us. That's the point. He's not far. Don't look far. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Some people are lost saying, where's God? Where's God? Look deep. Look inside. You'll find God. The Old Testament and all the prophets, they were all talking about Christ. They were all searching for Him. And look at us. God in us. God in us. Go in your room and pray. And search the chambers of your heart. And you find God in you. So, the Holy Spirit for us is God. It's one of the persons of the Trinity that we forget about. I can't wait for the Segda prayer that I'll attend with you. After the liturgy, there will be the prostration prayer. It's some of the most beautiful prayers of our church. The most special, invocating the, the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit for us is God. God in us. We have to understand that it's not just that we accomplish things through the Holy Spirit, but in the Holy Spirit. So, we pray to God. We ask for God's presence. We say Christ is in our midst. Have you heard this before? Christ is in our midst. And Christ being in our midst is something so important. It's mystical. It's spiritual. The Holy Spirit cares about all of the gifts of God coming together. Your gift, your charisma, is not good on its own. Your talent is not okay by itself. But when you gather the gifts of God together in the place of the church, you have the power of the church in that each one has a talent, each one has a gift. What's our Job, to bring out the gifts in each one. If you see your brother, your sister, your mother, anyone, your father, make sure you cultivate in them and encourage in them the idea that God is working in them. The finger of God. Have you ever seen an icon with the hand of God in it? It's amazing if you see that. The church fathers say the hand of God or the finger of God is the Holy Spirit. We say, where is God in my life? We say, 
I'm in the hands of God. Right? I'm in the hands of God. God's hand is in what? My life. So, we have to see more and more clearly the presence of the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit, not outside floating over some water or floating over some special people, but present in the world, present in the church. On the day of Pentecost, we were granted the Spirit of Christ and the Spirit of the Father, and we have the Holy Trinity. We have God in His fullness. We have the greatest gift that any human person can have. We have the indwelling, God dwelling inside of us. I'm going to end with a few more points that we have the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts when it said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You will have power. You have strength. You feel weak sometimes. Yeah, I feel weak. I'm the first one. What do you do when your phone is getting weak? You charge it. You find the source of power. You plug it in. You give it some time. And it's recharged. It's replenished. It's ready to go again. It's the rhythm of our life. It's the pattern of our life. Whenever we feel weak, we get our source of power from God, from the Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus Christ tells His disciples, Go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. That's the mission of the church, to preach, to evangelize. When Abuna comes to baptize, is it Abuna so-and-so that's baptizing, or is it Christ who's baptizing? It's Christ. It's not Abuna so-and-so or Abuna so-and-so. It's not which Abuna does what. But it's the person of Christ in the sacrament. Abuna, yes, he's a man of God. But Abuna still needs the work of the Holy Spirit. That's why our tradition in our church, you will always see that on this day, many priests and bishops are ordained. And the gift of the Holy Spirit is alive and active in the church. We want to have spiritual children. We want to have children of the baptism. We want to have our church fully alive and active and present in the world. May God give us the energy the spirit of truth and the comfort that would give us peace and glory be to God forever. Amen. The